Power Slide Podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing the WRC Rally Mexico. I'm joined today by Dimitris. Hello. George. Hello. Maxi. Hello. And Zenner. Hello. All right, so first up, uh, I'm going to go over the top five of the results, which also conveniently uh, lines out all of the rally ones that didn't have massive issues. Uh, so first up, Sebastian Ogier dominated the rally. Uh, Thierry Neuville came in second after a battle with Evans on the barrel stage for, for second and third, which we will get into later. So yeah, Evans third, Colero Ampera in fourth, and Danny Soto in fifth, uh, nearly three minutes off. Which uh, covers enough to compare our predictions. Dimitris, do you have them on hand? Yes. We are going to start with Matt, who is not here because he's sleeping, because he's Australian. Um, George, you're going to react for Matt. Uh, Okay, Matt has put Lappi in fifth. Um, You know, somewhere between no points and first, I'll take it. <laughs> Fourth was Sodo. Yeah. Third was Tanak. Uh, sure. Second, Kale mm-hmm. and Ogier first. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ogier first is like, yeah, that's yeah. not really up to debate at one point. Well, it was with Lappy. I wouldn't say he dominated, Ogier dominated the rally because after Lappy retired, yes, but still interesting for first um up until was it saturday morning he crashed saturday morning yep yeah it was still pretty tight until that point but yeah after that yeah domination after that i'm doing max's ones max you put evans in fifth newell in fourth tanak third kale second and ogier first nearly identical no wait Mm -hmm. no not nearly identical well shame about tanak and kale but i'm happy did we all put Ogier first? Yes, we all yes. put Ogier and Rovampera in as our top two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Maxi and Silver, you, you have the exact same ones, but you've put Evans in fourth and Newville in fifth. Mm-hmm. Zenor, you have, you have... Yeah, he is. Uh, Zenor, you've <sighs> gone for Ogier, Rovampera, Sordo, Lapi, and Tarnak. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your expert insight. Uh, <laughs> and myself, I've gone for Ogier, Kale, Newell, Tanak, and Lube. We all got first oh. right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I mean, we got, we got something right. Which I got I got Newell podium right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can give that to yourself. Anyway. I am giving it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did any one of us even have Lappy in their top five? Uh, yes, Matt and Zenor. Yes, I did, Matt. I didn't listen. Hi, Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so shall we talk about why uh, why none of the uh, M Sports ended up in the top five as as we so uh, valiantly predicted? Yes. Well. None of the M sports. Well, the one wasn't gonna get it anyway. Is the- yeah. Well, yes, let's not mention Jordan Sarri's, but now we have. Okay. <laughs> well, um, 
for the people that didn't watch the rally, uh, on the first proper stage after the two ha 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 super special uh, uh, <laughs> le tunnel, uh, le cobel, uh, vroom vroom, uh, we had uh, El Chocolate, 30 kilometers. Uh, first on the road was Tanak, Turbo was gone. <laughs> Then uh, Mr. Lube went for a cut and cut his suspension. And uh, and then the guy that we weren't expecting to get anything, so there is also crashed just for the heck of it. So we had three M spots going out of the rally, basically, um, on the first proper stage of the rally. Tanak did continue with a broken turbo till midday service and finished in ninth, losing losing 12 minutes or so in the process. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't think we ever found out what actually happened to Sergio Rides, did we? Yeah, I asked and he hit a rock on the inside and spun the car around, broke the suspension. Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to just highlight one thing. You said three M Sport cars were out of a rally. I'd just like to point out one of them wasn't really in it at any point. Yes, that's literally <laughs> yes. what we started with. Yes, that's what we started with. <laughs> anyway. um, so... That also brings us to the fact that, okay, that was already three of the ten rally ones with issues in the first proper stage already. And uh, half of all rally ones actually ended up with some kind of massive issues that dropped them out of the running for any kind of higher position. Um, so uh, are the cars just, like, really weak or... Well, I guess Lappi was self-inflicted. And Taka. And Taka, but... And Lube. Twice. To be fair, Lube's hit, Lube's hit was pretty, like... Lube's first hit was pretty mild, though. Like, most of the time, I wouldn't have expected that to put him out instantly. Yeah, but the Puma is fragile. Uh, we saw that last year as well, where in most of the rallies, you had the Pumas dying left, right, and center. We had hmm. Lovely driving from the lead three times. You had uh, well, the one was self-inflicted, but yeah, you had uh, yeah. Gus retiring in every rally with a mechanical problem. You had for more having issues as well in Sweden and uh, Finland, I think. Possibly. No, Finland was an anti-cut, I think. I think that was Estonia, no? No, Estonia uh, was seventh. Yeah, it probably was an anti-cut. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, worth mentioning because someone's going to point out there were a few, <laughs> quite a few driver-induced errors with the Puma last year. Yeah, quite a few driver-induced, but quite a few mechanical ones as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, first, like, sort of tough rally of the year, and we see those coming back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So... Shall we talk about actually Azabek Galapi? Because I don't think anyone expected him to be fighting for the win with Ogier straight away, um, and and actually be able to hold that until the until his incident. Um, does like anyone actually think know where that came from? Well, he had good road position. Well, yeah, but yeah, so but... did Ogier. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ogier didn't have that. That good of a road position it was middle of the pack, where Lappi was further to the pack. Well, yeah, but you still wouldn't expect Lappi to do that well at Mexico, would you? 
I think we, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast that he had great root position, and if he continued showing the pace that he had like last year in Sardinia, for example, he could go for a podium, not the lead. Admittedly, I expected Ogier to run away with it, but yeah, it was a good, good pace. But he crashed. <laughs> unfortunately, no, yeah, he did crash. He did unfortunately crash, which uh, he's like cursed at Mexico, isn't it? Because last time he. He did the rally, and well, the rally happened at all was uh, when when his car just burned down post stage, and uh, it all basically caught fire this time as well. Was this? Actually, he was he was literally working up, like under the electricity post when it was just sparking. It was a bit sketchy. Yeah, unf- unfortunate for him. I would have really liked to see him at least end up with a podium, even even if he would have lost out to Ogier eventually. Yeah, I think he would have. He's... Oh yeah, yeah he, he probably would have, but it would have been great to see him at least like finish a rally in a, in good spirits. It's good to see him when he's happy with the car and it's working for him because more often than not, you end up with a sad Pekalapi who is just depressed at every stage finish. Yeah. Would have been interesting to see because he crashed out on the first stage on the second day. Yeah, it was yeah, like new road precision. Yeah, it was the first time we could have seen them on equalish roads and see what each other's pace would be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he didn't let us see it. <laughs> yeah, while we're on the subject of Lappy, can I put in a bold prediction for Finland? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Lappy won. We'll old, see. Old. Yeah. <laughs> for the, for the full Let season, I mean, part time he was in the back. Yep, I, I will remember. I will be there no matter what. Mm. Like the last two weeks. <laughs> God. Other things. Anyway, while we're on the topic of Hyundai, shall we talk about Danny Soto being well, like, well off pace compared to what we expected from him? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I I don't think. Um, I, well, he do, he doesn't really have any base in the rally one even last year. But it's uh, it's saddish to see. Portugal was pretty good, and I think he was on the podium in um, Acropolis as well. Was he? Yeah, yeah he got, he got a, three podiums. So last year was yeah, fine. No, no, it wasn't a hundred percent on pace. In um. In, in Portugal, he finished f- uh, third and beat Katsuta in the power stage. Uh, in Sardinia, okay. Uh, but in Acropolis as well, everyone DNF'd. All the uh, all the Toyotas had problems. Uh, all the M-Sports had problems. It's not really the Danny Soda we saw, with, like, for example, in 2020 and 2021 and 2019, where he was, okay, Hyundai calls, calls him, hello, Danny, we need points. You got it. He's behind yeah. the pace. He's 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 in WRC one point five most of the time now. Mm. Yeah, ra- uh, rally one point five. Yeah. <laughs> FIA moment. I think I think Danny is like the prime example of a driver just not really adapting to rally one regulations. Yeah. We also have Elvin Evans. Yeah, we yeah. will get into that. He also. <laughs> we will get into yes. that. We will. Uh, but uh, I think... now that we've actually seen the rally, yeah. um, 
we talked about this in the preview. Now that we've actually seen the rally, do we think there was too many cha 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 las dunas super especial there was there were eight too many. Okay, not no, eight. There were seven too many. I think the Rock and Racing Super Special was one of the worst ones I've seen. Even the Greek you mean Square. Rally. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Greek Square was better. The Cosmode 5G yeah, Athens City yeah. Stage was better. That was horrible. Yeah, Rock and Rally was uh, a bit of a disappointment. And they also <laughs> took out uh, the cobble section, so it was just, mm. haha, I have a the cholk, I need to go there, vroom. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. We're off the air in Mexico. <laughs> I didn't say it was anything. It just slalom with rally cars. Yeah. It was, it was in RBR when you have the, the service where you learn to break with the chalk. That's literally <laughs> what it was, but on tarmac. Yeah, but but funnily <laughs> enough, I think I think the one we Last... ran four times, Las Tunas Super Special, that was actually pretty good. It yeah, it was. It was like yeah. Jack's Ridge in New Zealand, but a bit worse. Mm. But you didn't have to run it four fucking times. <laughs> yeah, four. I times was about to say. <laughs> you shouldn't run any stage four times. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah. Boya. But, but no, no, But you'd have a whole rally. Two maximum. Two maximum. Two. Three is yeah, already think, taking it too far. I think one run of the Street Stage GTO on, on Thursday, but then one run of Las Dunas would have been fine. Yeah. I don't think we needed the okay, rest. Maybe really. two of Las Dunas. Okay, maybe two because it's actually good. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. This was just a bit excessive. Even I, as a lover of SSS, will say that was a bit excessive. Just a bit. Just a tad. Just a tad. Um, right. Would you say that uh, Mexico was a successful return? Because we hadn't seen it, we had the high eighties. We didn't see twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. I think so. Before we come on to that, thought how good was it to see a what was it thirty six kilometer stage? Oh uh, yeah, that was yeah. that was a decent. Right. It's it's more uh, long stages, please. Yeah, I agree. What I didn't like about that thirty six kilometer stage, it was bit of a franken stage like a part of this was on another stage and the part mm-hmm. of that was in another stage come on like the whole yeah, final nice. day was but it was like sort of acropolis 2013 when you had uh, a massive 40 47 kilometer stage uh, and then you had parts of it used as other stages in reverse etc etc it's it's not it's not uh, not original it's not it's not creative you have it's you the have the space for them. You can, you can, yeah. yeah. It's the dirt rally two approach to stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. It's uh, not the greatest way to do it. What I'll Damn say though, a, a kiloton. Okay, we don't have to mention kiloton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'll say it's, is. Um, the 35-kilometer stage uh, is an appetizer because we're getting the 50-kilometer one in uh, Sardinia. And we also have uh, Amarante in uh, Portugal, which is 40-plus, I think. Mm-hmm. 37 so. or so. Something like that. Uh, so that's also good. I like gravel stages. 
<laughs> rough gravel. I I really like gra- rough gravel. I'm, I'm Greek anyway. We have Acropolis, and I also mm-hmm. like uh, st- more unique stages than the usual three stages break three stage three stages. I like one stage, and then you go somewhere else, and then you may have the repeat. I I like that. I'm I'm a bit weird, but I like how that is. I like having more unique stages because mm. I don't know. It gives the drivers more challenge, and uh, yeah, more variety for us as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's not good it's for boring. Yeah, it's boring seeing the same, like, same style of stage like eighteen times. Yeah. yeah. The only counter argument is that it's it's bad for the fans because if you have two passes of one stage, the fans can stay in the same place. Yeah. Watch him twice, yeah. but. <laughs> I mean the spirit of rallying. I mean the spirit of rallying is you go going out of your way, walking thirty minutes to see a car for two seconds. Yeah, yeah that's also exhilarating. Yeah, if you have a lot of sta- if if you have a lot of unique stages, it works. If you have a lot of fans, so somewhere like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> for example, uh, <laughs> you kind <can't> of <have laughs> never mind. Never mind. Let's move forward. <laughs> let's right, move. Uh, since you want to move forward, yes. we talk about the fact that uh, coming off of uh, ERC Papa, we saw the massive amounts of Pirelli punctures, and uh, now we only had three. Which actually, I made a prediction on on Twitter uh, that there would be two punctures, and I was so close. You laughed me out because of that as well. Mm. Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> yeah, but we only got three, so I was right. What I'm gonna say is miracles do happen. I'm not making an apology <laughs> form for Pirelli because I'm sure in Croatia no, we're gonna never. have like ten. We're gonna have like ten punctures uh, in Croatia. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, what I'm gonna say is a broken clock. Uh, a broken clock can tell the time correctly twice a day <laughs> for Pirelli. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess. I, and if you think I'm harsh, I'm not. We talk about the stage versus Evans in the power stage. How they ended up being separated by four tenths. It was a bit of a déjà vu for Evans. <laughs> to I called it in the preview. <laughs> did you? Uh, I yeah, don't remember. I did talk about it. I did talk about it. That the uh, Newville will beat Evans <laughs> in the power stage. No, not that. But that they will have a very close battle. Ah, we will need VAR ah. on this. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I, I said we in the rally that um, this rally is somewhat like metaphorical. Neville and Evans are fighting each other for a second, but Auger's just way ahead in the distance. There is some symbolism in there for sure. Mm. Yes. <laughs> cool. I have um, to say. Well, I was really disappointed. Okay, we found out that uh, Evans had the uh, suspension uh, damage, but yeah. I was disappointed to see Evans pushing and getting an advantage in Newville on the thirty-five kilometer stage just to throw it away on the on the next two. Yeah, I get that he had he had an advantage of two point seven seconds uh, heading to the power stage, 
but he lost 3.1. He got beaten by Soto as well. Yeah. He did show, though, more pace uh, in this rally compared to what he showed in Sweden and... In Sweden, yeah, he, I don't, he, he was, Newville was faster than him, but wasn't faster by a lot because he was like, in every stage he was like, point four faster, point two faster, like it was the small gaps uh, that uh, they were roughly same pace on Saturday and Sunday. So then being, yes. being in a second is perfect because it does paint. A accurate picture of them being just pretty much equal, at least Saturday and Sunday onwards. Yeah, but we will see on the on the other gravel rallies. Let's see if he can keep the pace up because it's good to see more people being uh, fast and fighting you know, at the top. We need more competition. We don't need Kala just running away with it. Um. Orange. Well, Roger is not doing a full stage, season. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. The other thing with the power stage is, uh, I, I hope you, all of you have so seen uh, Taka and Lloyd made a bet <laughs> and jump the furthest at the end. And uh, uh, made some interesting comments. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I saw somewhere that Taka had the further jump. Yeah. Taka... Taka on his way to break his second co-driver's back. <laughs> oh, no. Daniel Barrett never recovered from this. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, he will go have to go to Keaton Williams. <laughs> right, anyway. Um, Chris Patterson comes back again. Chris Patterson. Oh, God. Mike Lohr. <laughs> John Kennard. No, he's taken. Oh, Harry, Harry, man. Uh, hold on, I can find a more random one. Give me a second. Uh, uh, Craig, Five, Craig Parry. Craig Parry. Oh God. I brought like a guy from. I think it was Ari Vatanen's co-driver, and you just went for. Didn't he? I called him for Solberg. What two years ago, maybe? <laughs> Wait, no, Craig Parry. Mm. Not yeah, Craig Drew. Not Craig Drew. Craig Parry called Drew for oh, Evans yeah. before Barrett. Yeah, Craig Drew is oh, yeah, considerably yeah. younger. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, Speaking of British. Yes. Ingerland. Gus Greensmith came sixth overall and won in WRC2. Um, but actually a pretty decent drive. Can't really say too much bad about him, really. Very, what do we think? Very happy to see him on the pace. I thought he was going to yeah. be like second or third. Uh, but straight on, bang, win. And it's yeah. like a, what's it called? A, a caution to the other drivers. Like, see, I didn't get the Puma driver just because uh, of my money. I'm actually fast as well, so you better watch out. Yeah, but. he's always been decent at WRC2 car. It's just for, just never really apart from like a, Purple patch at the end of 2021 and very early, like Monty 2022. Apart from that purple patch, it just never really came together for him. Like the end of um, last year, you're just kind of begging for it to be over for Gus. 
Uh, he had consecutive crashes in New Zealand and Spain. I'd say you you were begging to, to for it to be over for the entire M Sport squad. <laughs> because everyone was crashing uh, left, right and centre and when they weren't yeah, crashing. That is true actually, yeah. yeah that was painful. That is true. Especially when you know what the car can do with Loeb and then a Lube's pace in Acropolis as well. Albeit roll position, but still there is something there. Not there, but it, it, as we're seeing now with Tanak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In WRC two, I think I was almost as impressed, if not a little bit more impressed, by Adrian Formo in the in the Fiesta. Actually, yeah, having yeah. a pretty good drive until his issues at the, at the end of the rally. He 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 should have been second. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame because yeah, the Fiesta is a is just. Okay, I'm gonna say shit. Uh, <laughs> ah, finally, I'm pushing to swear on a podcast. I said fuck <laughs> literally five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yes. Not the mention. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, the, the Fiesta. Fiesta yeah, the Fiesta is so far compared to the other rally twos, and he yeah. was doing so well. Yes, he has experience in this because he did last year mm-hmm. uh, the Rally of Nations. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was very impressive for me, and it's just shame that I hope they p- people at Emsport took note of it. They yeah, do be- something because it needs a lot of work for Fiesta Rally too. Yeah, I think it I, just yeah, needs I, a new car. It, yes, I don't think there's any point putting work into that thing. They did yeah. the update, and it didn't really help. The problem is um, it's discontinued anyway. This is much more of a Ford problem than it is Emsport, but um. They're kind of stuck with a Fiesta because Puma... I mean, Skoda's making the Fabia work, but Puma's still... You I think mean, of what else Puma is, is still considerably larger than the new Fabia. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, yeah. It's just, I... Make it clear, I live in America. I've seen neither of these cars in real life. <laughs> I've so seen... I've only really seen the Puma, going. actually. I've not seen the new Fabia. Yeah, yeah. I've seen both of them. The Fabia is chunky for a Fabia, but... The Puma is still like huge compared to it. Well, it's it's a, a SUV yeah, it, well, it's a crossover. So making a crossover into a rally car is a precarious thing anyway, which they actually have accomplished pretty well with Rally 1. And well, I, I'm not sure it will work as well with Rally 2. You can't change as much. So it would maybe just be a little bit awkward. I'm not sure. It also means they they'd at some point have to do something with the Rally 3 as well. Either kill it or (laughs) do a a Puma or something as well with that. Classic FIA fashion then. Yeah, kill it. Anyway, I'd like to say that uh, I uh, I like Pierre-Louis Loubet. I'm a fan of Pierre-Louis Loubet. But I really think if he's not careful, he's ending up in the same rabbit hole he was in 2021. With consecutive DNFs, etc., or the rabbit hole for more was last year. In Croatia, mm. he really needs to just get to the finish and yeah. not go to the finish like for more did uh, last year on some rallies yeah. where he was. Yep, sh- show some, have a clean rally. That's that's the main important thing. Have a clean rally. F- exactly. Otherwise, 
we can't be having the thing we had last year where Jordan Cedarini scores six points in Safari and then has as mm. many points as Adrian for more. More. We can, oh, we can, God. We, painful. We can't be having that again. I, at least what's good for him is that he did finish sixth in uh, Sweden. Still again mm. in the middle of nowhere. But he really yeah. needs to iron out because Lube in general doesn't have massive crashes. It's just small mistakes that lead to offs. Yeah. Because in Mexico twice he he DNF'd. That was a small mistake both of both times. In Monty, okay, we don't know if the power steering went before or after the collision with the pole, but I again think it was right as it happened. Well not right as it happened, but just as he was coming into that corner. Again, the second one was still the second, the second mistake was still him on like a small ice patch, and then oh, him yeah, hitting the bridge. Second one you're talking about, yeah. And the same was for two C as well. In Ypres, got a puncture right into the ditch. Croatia went Ooh. off the ditch. Uh, uh, what else? Well, there's a lot in 2021. This we don't know what happened in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, we do. Um, if you go on to Dimitri, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, oh, no. yes. Oh, no. It's an artistic approach, we should say, a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, dramatic reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway. Portugal, the musical. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. But before anyway. we move on from Lube, I'll say this. Um, if I'm Lube, I'm, like Demi said, just finishing Croatia and looking forward to Portugal because... I've said before, I don't know why a man from Croatia is so good on rough gravel, but... Corsica. Yeah, he... Corsica. Lubitz. Lubitz. Croatia. Alright. So I'm finishing Croatia, and then... Uh, I'm just looking forward to Portugal, because a man and from Sardinia. Corsica has a really good pace on gra- gravel. Hmm. He hasn't really... <laughs> had the chance to really show his tarmac base. <laughs> Last year, punctures <laughs> ended his run. Yeah. And Spain, uh, abysmal for our ramps, but, but that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he needs to start being good at like rough gravel and uh, tarmac. It's just like get to the end of rallies and not just yeah. <laughs> crash an SS3 so he can at least show something. Um, should we have like a little prediction-ish about uh, we, we've heard about rumors flying that uh, Sebastian Ogier will do Croatia, which is the oh, next is round oh no, it's not confirmed the entry list, we're recording this on the 23rd, the entry list will be out in four days, I uh, hope we have that did you not say he was doing Croatia? what, sorry? did you not say he was doing Croatia? Uh, I think he said uh, something along the lines of Ah, this means good road position for Croatia. No, it doesn't. That's... Don't quote me. Don't quote me. That's not good road position for Croatia. Where is he in the championship? First. First. Okay, never mind. That is really good. Remember. In general, on tarmac rounds, being first is like pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially last year in Croatia, where uh, just the stage for the first car to the second one was just clean versus Mudfest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've also heard rumors that um, uh, Gregor Munster 
will do the rally. Well, he will do the rally period, but he might also do it in a rally one because he. Mm-hmm. Sir Derrida's friend. Yeah, Sir Derrida's belly rubber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Stop picturing. Explain that in description. Will we? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no Gregor Munster is friends with Cedaridis and he, he has been rumored to have at least two or three outings in a Rally Wanka this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could start with Croatia. I, I don't know, but it's better to see him do it than Cedaridis for sure. We get another, mm. well, not semi-competent, but I don't know. The sort of... Well, better than Cedaridis. Yeah, I mean, mm. I mean, yeah. And well, you say that, but every time you say he's bad, he wins a stage. <laughs> that happens to a lot of people, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, compared compared to for for more in uh, Monty, he was like six minutes off, I think, or three minutes off. Uh, so, uh, it's, he, <laughs> it's the sort of like uh, not Bertelli, yeah, I mean, pretty Bertelli-esque pace. No, I wouldn't say Monster is that. Okay, Armin Kramer, Germany, 2017. No comment. Axie thoughts. I won't give any thoughts into that. (laughs) (laughs) You know it's true. (laughs) (laughs) No thoughts, head empty. Better than... (laughs) Better than Grois. (laughs) (laughs) Oi. Oh god, uh, I think we're getting a little bit off topic here. The Ekre member got offended again. <laughs> no, there's... Yeah. <laughs> I heard about it, was every episode was a reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, uh, do we have something else to add on the topic of either some um, stuff for Croatia or Mexico? Uh, we, not- we should see uh, a lot of people, Tarmac... WRC2 people coming back. Oh, we should also say that uh, Brin got confirmed for the Hyundai lineup yeah. for Croatia, which makes sense. Mm. I yep. don't I don't think you'll have as good as Overali as Sweden, but... Eh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He was fourth in uh, last year and eighth last year, the, the year before, sorry, but he had a puncture. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it more in the predictions uh, episode. Yeah, the actual yes. preview. Yeah. Actual preview, yeah. yeah. So, should we wrap it up? Um, before we do, I'll just... I've got one more thing to add. Shout out to um, Oliver Solberg's triple five in Pretzel in disguise for a power stage. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded fantastic. Oh, yeah. Skoda, also, please use that, like, full-time. Just turn off the fourth cylinder. Yeah, for uh, the rally food <laughs> car, three cylinders. Yeah, you give the others a chance that, that way stage. as well. You give the <laughs> you give the others a chance as well if you run it on three cylinders. Yeah, school the fast. Right, so I think that about uh, sums up our thoughts about Mexico and our early thoughts about Croatia and all the other uh, stuff <laughs> and all the other miscellaneous stuff we've gone into. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, be sure to follow or subscribe, depending on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at PowerSlidePod. Go follow us on Instagram at PowerSlidePodcast. 
Um, and if you would be so kind, uh, either like it or re leave a review. Um, we shall maybe be back with a special episode at some point before Ooh. we get we get into any other stuff uh, because there is a big break. But uh, more on that when it gets closer. All right, so that's been our podcast for this time. Thank you for listening or watching, and see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.